What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Chad Arms, aka Chetty Bobby. All body. And my name is Tony, aka Friday the 14th. And this is Over the Top with Chad and Tony. That's us. Good dish. Episode three. Three. We did three of these. We haven't gotten canceled. Yes. Right. Has gotten a word? Got? I don't got, know. Mm, either way, what are we talking about today, Tony? Today, we are getting into our. Favorite childhood movies. Yeah, favorite movie, movies we grew up on, childhood yeah. favorites, whatever you want to call All it. the same thing. Uh, we want to say thanks to each and every one of y'all that have supported the podcast so far. Um, the, the responses that we've been getting and the engagement we've been getting on the first two episodes has been dope. And we really appreciate y'all for that. Yeah. The podcast is available on all podcast formats. The link's in the description. So if y'all aren't able to, to check out the video version as much, you can always dive over to you know Spotify or... Anytime you want to listen to it Googly's multiple times. It's called. Yeah, just put it on repeat and yeah. piss everybody off in your house. It's great stuff. But, but yeah, I'm really surprised that a lot of people uh, were as big of fans of baseball movies as they were. I thought mm-hmm. it kind of be, I mean, the timing of it is great with baseball season coming yeah. out and everything, but I didn't realize that as many people loved baseball movies as yeah, they were. Yeah, it was more than I thought. Like, it's, we're getting as just as good of a response from that one as the gangster movie one. Yeah. So I think this one will do well too because. It's such a broad subject as yes. far as everybody's got movies that they really loved as kids. Some of them hold up, some of them don't. That's kind of how it goes, though. Yeah. But we've got a. We're going to kind of just bounce back and forth between. We've got movies listed. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll dive into those. But is there anything from the last episode you need to put a bow on, or, or you know, kind of tie up any loose ends? From uh, I, I think we did get a. We didn't touch on for love of the game. Last right. episode, that was a baseball movie we didn't touch on. Uh, shout out Taylor. Yeah, shout out Taylor. Yeah. Um, I'm not. It's not up there on my list. Uncle Kev's in that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a baseball movie he, acting some bitch. Well, he? uh, he's. Uh, I think it's Cal State Fullerton. He's like a big donor to their college baseball program out there. Fun fact. Yeah, he's he's a huge baseball fan in general. Yeah, but it's just it it's more of a a love story than a baseball movie to me. Right. Um, he's a pitcher and all that stuff. There's very few baseball scenes in it, but a uh, little fact in that one, John C. Riley is his catcher in that movie. Shout out to Cal Nalton Jr. Yep. Shout exactly. out to Dale Dovag, dude. Bingo. You're, we're going to be diving into those at oh, some point, God, yes, whether it's a yes. co- favorite comedies or favorite Will Ferrell movies or whatever. Yeah, he's and hell, there may be an episode on just John C. Riley. Yeah, because dude's got some dude's got some bangers in the tuck. Yeah, he's a lot of movies that you didn't realize that he was in mm-hmm. that he has smaller roles that he's he's been a part of. Yeah. So. How do you want to do the? Do you want to start from like hit them with like the bangers right from the get go, like our top ones, or do you want to like build up? To How do you want to do it? We can we can just kind of start of like when you was growing up. I'll let you kick it off. Like, what do you first remember about being as far as movies go? That really just that you got hooked on as a, as a kid. It may not be your favorite, as yeah. a kid, But like, what what do you? Well, it stands out to me. I was. Uh, a big comic book nerd as a kid too. I loved mm-hmm. uh, Batman, Ninja Turtles, yeah. all that stuff was big on me, and and baseball and all that stuff too. But I had a, a whole nerd side to me. Yeah. And in 1989, mm-hmm. when Batman came out, oh Michael Keaton Batman, Michael Come Keaton on. Batman, yeah. total game changer on everything. I can still remember um, what it, it's called Slaughterhouse out here out in Hermitage, Tennessee. Yeah. It's a it's a haunted house now theater, yeah, yeah. but that's 
that's where I went and saw 89 Batman. That's where I went and saw uh, 90 Ninja Turtles. But when 89 Batman came out, and that Christmas, total game changer for me as a kid. That's just, dope. Uh, I remember it's the first time it took like a because I was we were it came out in eighty nine I was six when it came out yep. and we were getting it was a total different Batman than the cartoons as oh, a kid yeah, and sure. and as Adam West Batman different look different vibe altogether totally yeah, different darker, tone to yeah. darker Tim yeah. Burton was the director of it yep. uh, Jack Nicholson plays the Joker mm-hmm. um, it was rated PG at the time that would be almost a Borderline R movie nowadays, yeah, probably now, the way that the rating systems um, used to be. They used to show full frontal nudity in movies, and they were PG. Yeah, it's crazy. And now, like it's PG thirteen. If somebody says fuck, yeah, once. <laughs> it's so different now. Go ahead. But yeah, eighty nine. That one stuck out. But when nineteen ninety two, when Batman Returns came out, that one yeah. hit even harder for me because. I had to have everything when that movie came out. Yeah, the mer- the merch that they had rolling out with with eighty nine Batman, dude. I think as far as just the merchandise in general, like and all they put, across the board. Yeah, and it did so well that they pushed Batman Returns even more because that's when you had like the I think it was the Taco Bell cups, uh, the place. That's remember oh, when movies yeah, used yeah. to come out in the day, you'd yep. get the theme cups from the fast. If food I can places. find a picture, we'll, we'll we'll flash them on the screen. Um, I don't. I I, th- I had the cups back. I can't remember if it was Taco Bell or McDonald's. It was one of the two. It, I think it was McDonald's. Yeah. Um, but you had the Catwoman cup. You had the Penguin cup. You had a couple different Batman mm-hmm. cups back in the day. Just just how they threw it in your face. And as an eight-year-old kid, you're just like, ah, give me more. I yeah. want everything. Everything Batman, yeah. But yeah, 89 Batman and Batman Returns, right there at for the sure. top of childhood movies for me. That stuck out the most. Yeah, um, I would say for me, again, I talk about this movie all the time, but it's one of my favorite movies forever, and that's why it's because it's Teen Wolf. Because when, yes, like I've said on, on like I guess on this channel before, I've talked about it. My grandmother and grandparents they used to have my my dad's parents. We would go there every couple, like couple times a month, yeah, and stay the night over there and stuff. They had a VHS library, and it was all like the the long or the extended play tapes where you could do like six hours. On oh one yeah, the, yeah. They'd have three movies, just randomly recorded movies from like the movie channel because it was when HBO and Cinemax were like premium channel. I guess they still are. Yeah, but it was like a big deal. To oh have, yeah, it's HBO a huge deal. Yeah. Huge deal. So they would just let me pick, and then there were certain ones I couldn't watch because they were R rated. But then I got to where I was finding them on accident. Right. Yeah. Yeah, Teen Wolf's one them. of the first ones I remember. Because Teen Wolf came out in I think eighty five, yeah. Um, but I didn't find it till about eighty eight or eighty nine. I was five yeah. or six, and I just thought it was the coolest movie ever because I love basketball. Yeah, and the fact that he was a werewolf playing basketball, I just thought was you know hilarious. I liked Michael J. Fox for Back to the Future. Did you see Back to? The, I'm assuming probably Back to the Future, probably maybe before Teen Wolf, maybe as a kid, maybe. But I don't really remember. I'm sure that I did yeah. somewhere on TV, but I don't remember it like I do. I do Teen Wolf. Yeah, but I would say that one was the first one, and honestly, over the top, bro. Really? Because like I've told you, you know, like oh yeah, for the longest time, bro, I didn't even see the Rocky movies until like 2013. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, I know. I, so I, I'd, I'd always saw over the top, and I was like, dude, this is great. He's 
driving a truck and arm wrestling and like just going around just so yeah arm right. wrestling people bull hurley yeah for sure and it's and it's all come full circle now because the name of the podcast yeah, over, it's the over the top it's just, but i say those two uh off rip would be like the first two that i remember early on you know what i mean yes another yeah. one that i didn't even have listed but i can throw it out there mr mom was another one really yes great another michael, With michael keaton. keaton yep um but i remember my mom loved that movie so when she would stay home with us, she was you know staying home with us. I'd watch that because she'd watch it. Yeah, you know. But that's, those are the two main ones: Teen Wolf and Over the Top. Probably. And see, you going right, going right from Batman, Ninja Turtles, mm-hmm. Ninja Tur- Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles was probably bigger to me as a kid than Batman was. Yeah, uh, just because every day uh, as a kid, the cartoons came on every day when we got out of school, and it was more geared towards. Kids, kids. the cartoons was it, but it the the movie itself, especially the ninety the nineteen ninety movie, it went almost that darker route with it as well. Yeah. Um. Uh. Just, but I remember seeing the New Line Cinema logo. You know, the new every time as a kid, every time I saw that, I was like, oh my god, it's a new Ninja Turtles movie. It's the Ninja Turtles movie for sure. That New Line Cinema. Every time yeah. I saw that logo, I would yeah. immediately think Ninja Turtles and just... I think Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Which we'll get to. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's coming too. That, that's that's another one. Like I'm, Now we're looking at like I'm like 10 or 11, but go ahead. About, you got, uh, but yeah, just Ninja, the whole... I had I had the Playmates toys as a kid, which were the cartoon versions. But yeah. I remember go, it, once again, my grandpa took me to see that movie in theater, and it was just... Uh, just mind blowing moment for me. Which, like I said, the first one is darker. Once you go to Secret of the Ooze, yeah, that one's a little bit more playful. It's more kid yeah, yeah, related sure. and all that stuff. Which you get Kevin Nash in that one, a young Kevin Nash. You definitely do. Shout out Kevin Nash. Yeah, uh, a met young, him in, we met him in person. Yeah, I got. We did that. You know, we did that meet and greet. Uh, or, or what was it called? The uh, was it Days of the Dead or no? That one was Scarefest. The first time Scarefest, we ever went and I, I got him to sign one of the DVDs I had. He had just came back from smoking a joint. Yes, and he's blazed. It was great. And he called us the Blue Limit Shoulders. Shoulders, yeah, we were Blue Limit <laughs> Soldiers at the time, and he called us Shut Up Blue Limit Shoulders. And I wasn't going to tell him he said it wrong because he would have choke slammed me. But uh, another know. actor will probably get into the little known fact. Uh, I'm sure a Ninja Turtles fan will know and uh, will know about this, but. He's a guy we'll get into multiple times mm-hmm. in this episode, but Corey Feldman was a voice right. actor in Ninja Turtles. Can you guess which one he played? I'm gonna. I'm not gonna guess because you already told me yeah. it would be cheating. So you. <laughs> I, but if you would have told, if yeah, you would have had me guess, yeah, because I, I haven't seen the movie in a long time. I'd say Michelangelo. No, he didn't totally. He's the not. voice. He, the the yeah. worst Ninja Turtle there is. I hate to ruin anybody's day. Ruffle Don, him up, dude. Donatello yeah, is the dude. worst Ninja Turtle. Yeah, dude. Nobody likes Donatello. You're a Leonardo guy. I'm a Leonardo guy. I'm. A, I would say if I had to pick Michelangelo, would be my. But see, the thing about it with, with me and Ninja Turtles was. I wasn't really into them like that. Yeah. My brother was obsessed with them. Yeah, I was like, I had all the toys. I had the sewer. Yeah, so the- he, he did too. And he had the little thing that would shoot the pizzas out. Oh, yeah. The he little, had the little like, car that had the little yeah. pizza. I forget what the The little truck. Was. And but, then I remember, see if you remember this. Do you remember when Burger King sold the VHS tapes? Oh, yes. Of the cartoons? Yes. He would, whenever we would go with our grandparents, they'd take us out to eat and stuff. You could buy them for like four dollars. Yeah, I don't know cheap. what it was, but he would buy all of them. Yes. they had. I remember that being a thing with Ninja Turtles. But I was more at that time. 
I was into G.I. Joe's collecting them when I was a kid, okay. like before that. But when by the time Ninja Turtles came out, I was already on to collecting cards. I got you. Yes, so yes. Base, and, and like baseball cards, like that was all I thought yeah, about. Yeah, see, I had my nerd and sports side to me. Yeah. I had my comic book nerd toys, and then I had the baseball cards as well. Yeah. I dabbled in both. <laughs> no, for sure, for sure. And then like Ninja Turtles, you're talking about, you know, you're talking about um, Corey Feldman. Yes. The first, one of the first horror movies, that, and we both talked about yes, this. Yes, we both talked about Lost this. Boys. Great for what, 1987? Yeah, Lost Boys. Um, again. Kiefer Sutherland? I mean, such a great cast in that movie. Oh. You had Kiefer Sutherland in that, and you had uh, Jason Jason Patrick in that. The music was so great. And then what's the, Corey Haynes in Corey that? Corey Haynes, Corey Feldman. Um, the, Corey Feldman, I don't know the other dude's name, but the, they were the, the Frog, frog brothers. brothers. The other Frog great. Brother. And then... Um, that wasn't the first I love Lost, but it's still to this day. If you said Chad, what's your favorite horror movies? If you did top ten, because I'm sure we'll do countdown. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah. Lost Boys is in my top ten favorite horror movies of all time for sure. But again, that movie still to this day holds up. I just watched it recently That's once so the it came out, and it's um it's it, still so great. It's got it hits every '80s vibe Bruh. that you could want, uh, all I, the way down to dude playing the saxophone. Uh, yes. It, with the scene that stuck out to me as a kid that terrified me the most in that movie yeah. is when they they're all partying on the beach and everything. Yeah. And the the uh Corey Haim and they're up in the tree watching them and then they come down on top of them and they're just it's just the slaughter right there on the beach when oh, yeah. uh, Sutherland and all that come down on him. Yeah. That part is when he bites the dude on top of the head. Oh, dude, yeah. That scene stuck out terrified When they're, me. they're in the car and they ripped the hood off the car? Yeah. Oh, bro. Because it, it didn't show a lot of stuff then, like at that up to that point yeah. in the movie. You do see, but the, the, the way it was shot was great. I love the opening scene where the security guards walk into that long-ass parking lot yeah, it, to his car, and then you just see him swoop down on him. Yes. That shit was fire, dude. And uh, see, where, uh, the first time I come across the Lost Boys was back th- back in the days. If you grew up in the South, you had on your cable networks you had TNT and you had TBS. Yep. The Turner, uh, especially that's where we watched all the Braves games as kids. Yep. Saved by the Bell. Everything came on at five after. Yep. Uh, exactly. And it, it, which was an interesting. That's and back in back when we were kids too. You could watch a movie on cable and it would actually show. What's going on? Instead of cutting parts out, really? that you, I don't remember that. Yeah, because that part where he bites the dude on top of the oh, head in sure, Lost yeah, Boys, sure, yeah. that part sticks out to me so much, yeah. so much. And I remember seeing it from TBS and TNT, and that's I didn't. We didn't have any of the movie channels and all that stuff. I was I had a VCR. Uh, we had a VCR at the house, mm-hmm. and then I had the '89 Batman movie uh, on VHS, and then I had '90 uh, Ninja Turtles on VHS. Yeah. But most of my movie watching came from TBS and TNT back in the day. Yeah. That's where my love for Jean Claude Van Damme came from because he was he was prominent on the TBS and TNT days back in the '90s. No, for sure. That TNT and TBS both, you know, just aside from the movie stuff, growing up as far as you know, TBS uh, was diehard Braves fan, watched all the Braves games. I even would watch the Atlanta Hawks play. Yeah. And then I would go over to WGN and watch, I didn't miss the Chicago Bulls game. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, we got, yeah. We got all the Cubs games. And Cubs then, games, White Sox. You got to watch those on WGN. Yep. Um, Most of the Harry Carey. Hi. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, I know some other ones, like I know another one speaking on uh, Corey Feldman. You know, you had Lost Boys in the yep. 80s, but then you had 
Goonies, which is one of my favorite movies of the classic. all time, bro. Classic. That's I saw. I remember seeing Goonies. Probably, and it was like not. I would say I was seven or eight years old. This was after I saw Teen Wolf, but that's another one that I found. Yeah. On that one of those random VHS tapes, you know what I'm saying? And I just re, me and Mel just rewatched that one, and we of course we both seen it m- many times, but it's so good, man. Now um, I know you grew up in the in the country where you're from mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah. Well, after watching the Goonies, did it make you like want to go searching for like a treasure map and everything? Like go out in the woods and it. Um, if I wasn't such a pansy, then yeah, I would. <laughs> I'm just scared of everything. But yeah, it it was it makes you want to go on an adventure. Yeah, for sure. Let's see, like they get it, they get you all hype about that for sure. Let's see, like Rambo two did that for me as a kid. Um, oh yeah, I remember everybody, especially our timeline. You'd get the Sears Christmas catalogs in, yep, and they'd have everything in there. Oh, and you go wish list, yeah. Oh, your wish, and you just go through circle. And yeah. I remember Rambo two coming out as a. Uh, well, I saw it, it. It came out when we were real young, but mm-hmm. I saw it when we were kids. Yeah. But especially, you had to have a fake bow and arrow, and you had to have a fake gun. And me and my next door neighbor, we had a creek next to our house. Mm-hmm. And we would get off the bus, and I'd run inside, throw on my camo stuff. You had to have your red bandana, yep. and we'd play Rambo out in the creek every yep. day as yep. kids, and just that's dope. That's what movies did as, to me as a kid. Just it's like, oh, I want to be Rambo. I'm going out here in the creek and shooting everybody. Yeah, for sure, dude. It made you want to go out and act out. I did the same thing, except instead of like me, it would be like. I would watch a basketball movie or a basketball game, and I'd go out and I would shoot ball, and yeah. I would announce like I was playing the game. And same thing, yeah, exactly. So you're just, you're doing, just you're playing just, it out. You're just playing out as a basketball player instead of Rambo. But another one that Corey Feldman was in from that time frame, besides Goonies, it being one of the greatest movies ever. You had The Burbs, oh gosh, which yes. is another one of his that is such a dope one. One of the the last good. Corey, I know he did the voice for yeah, Don't Tell in 1990, but like Burbs to me was like the downfall. the very end of like, because he even goes on, he's in the interviews talking about how he wasn't all the way there. Like he, yeah. was on, he was on and off drugs during that, the filming of that. And then other but, issues he had. Right. Burb, Burbs was great. Um, of course, Tom Hanks and, you know, um, and Bruce Dern, who's great in that movie. But that movie still to this day holds up. One of my favorite Tom Hanks movies. Another one that I grew up on. That's so good. Yeah, but the Burbs, um, License to Drive is another one that I used to love. That was a Corey Feldman, Corey Haim yep. banger. Have you seen that one? I've seen it. It's been a long time. since. I, but I see, I didn't come across the Burbs till later on. I, I just recently watched the Burbs probably here in the last five to six years so or so you, for the you're, first time. you and Burbs are like me and like Rocky or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. I've yeah. always heard great things about it, and it, but I was just late to the party and I was oh, late. Man. And same with License to Drive. I was late yeah. to that one and everything. Yeah, and see, License to Drive still is one if if we compiled like a list of favorite 80s movies. Yeah. License to Drive is in that. It's in that I don't think I'd be able to make a top 10 list of the 80s. No, if you just, if you had to narrow it down to like, but just saying it's one of, it's one of my favorite from that time frame. Also, another one that I watched all the time growing up was, was of, of, a Fred Savage banger and, and, uh, Luke Edwards, the wizard. Oh yeah. We talked about that last episode. Yeah, we did. Just briefly. We did briefly talk about that. Yeah. Um, of course, 
that gave me all put us up all on game on how oh. to do the codes on, on Mario Three. Yep. Yeah, which was great, and, and yeah, everybody wanted the power glove after that movie too. for sure. Lucas was a bitch though. Yeah, he's bro. a little. Come he on, thought man. like, and and grow. Come on, grow, and all, grow all he pair. wanted to do was go to California to put that lunchbox in that dinosaur dog. That's all he wanted to do. That's it. Y'all just y'all just ain't asking for much. Yeah, and yeah, he just had to go. Y'all y'all went and exploited him, and you made money off of him of him being a rain man at video games. Yeah. But yeah, I remember that power that power glove like instantly. I will, as soon as seeing that, it's like whoa, that's game changer right there. I need one, but I never yeah. got one. No, I don't think we ever did too. My I had a buddy that had the pad. That you oh yeah, like the Olympics. Yes, I remember that. And I, I just remember being like, "This is cool. You got to run and shit." Like I just want to use the controls. See, I never had. We were always we always had Nintendo, and then uh, yeah. I never had a Sega or anything like that. So. Yeah, unfortunately, it was like always Mario Kart at our house, and the sweat from Mortal Kombat, and we didn't get blood on that one. Oh yeah, I remember you had to have a code. <laughs> no, not even you didn't couldn't even have a code for Super Nintendo. It was just oh, sweat. You no, it was just sweat. It dude. was just Sega. Oh, Sega, you could have you could put in the cheat code. And Sega get didn't get no fucks. No, dude. Sega was the better was the better console back in the day. It beat Super Nintendo's ass. Yeah, well, see, and then like talking about uh, the Wizard, which Fred Savage was another one in that time frame that had a bunch of like oh yeah dope little movie. He had, he had that one, and then we had Little Monsters. Oh uh, yeah, did you watch that one? Uh, yeah, that. Is often, uh, but I, uh, but I came across it with Howie Mandel in that one and everything. Yeah, shout out to Howie before Mandel. he became went a germaphobe. Went on to be just this boss of a game show host. Yeah, deal, but like no deal. And he's a he's still a, a funny like oh yeah comedian now. But the uh, that that movie was was dope. I've watched it recently in the last two years. Whenever I got that Blu-ray, release. yep, yep, yep. It's still cool. It doesn't hold up as much. And what's funny? We were talking about the Burbs. Fun fact. The dude that plays the big like ogre dude in that movie, yes, is Art from the Burbs. Fun fact, dude. Stupid, useless knowledge. Here's my ding. Rain man in the building. <laughs> I know, did you ever see? Then, then back then too, you had the whole body switch like wave that was going on. Did you ever see uh, Vice Versa? No, I never Fred saw Savage. my. No, that nah, was one that I never watched. Or like Father, like Son. Those are two other ones that I grew up. I on. remember you. You've always talked about those. They're the same exact movie. It's yeah, just just like cast. Father, like Son is Kurt Cameron, who I can't fucking stand. <laughs> you want to hear me rant about something? Kurt Cameron is dog shit. Oh boy, he is a dog shit actor. His his sister is beautiful, Candace Cameron from Full House. Shout out. That's but, his sister. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Fun fact: Kurt Cameron is a piece of shit. And I said, you heard it here first. Hot take. Kurt Cameron can't act his way out of a paper sack, and I fucking hate him. I just learned something new today on that. I never knew that they were brother and sister. Shout out to Squints in the background. just shaking his head. He knows what's up. Man. Yeah, shout out Kurt Cameron. You just blasted him, and now you're shouting oh, yeah, him out. I forgot. <laughs> Fuck him. Who gives a shit? Squints just your, totally set you up on that one. There's your clip. Bam. <laughs> But uh, yeah, <laughs> vice versa. That was was, was Judge Reinhold and, and Fred Savage. Now I'm gonna be honest with you too. Fred Savage was a little shithead too. Oh yeah, he, he yeah. was annoying as fuck. Was he not? Yeah, I'm, I was. I was never really a big Fred Savage fan. He was never up there on my list of. And I'll tell you something. Uh, tell me, Wonder tell me Years it, was. I'm gonna say hot take. Wonder Years was fucking overrated, dude. I totally agree on that one. I, I just not, didn't. I never really, except for Winnie Cooper. No, of course, Winnie Cooper was everybody. Winnie Cooper was was the bee's knees until Topanga came into play. No, 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 no. You are forgetting one very important 
important person. Important person in in between those though. Who? Kelly Kapowski? Oh, Hello. of course, of course. How of can course. you forget about Kelly Kapowski? Okay, okay. Kelly Kapowski was, yeah, she was <laughs> she was a firecracker. Man, Tiffany Amber Thiessen? Hello. That was Man, my first. Sip this in my pinky. That, her, between her, between Kelly Kapowski and DJ Tanner... Man, they 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 stole. Kimmy Gibbler didn't get no love. Nah, fuck Kimmy Gibbler. Kimmy Gibbler was a whore. I hate Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> Annoying ass. She was always she was always a cock block to DJ. She was. She but was Steve a, was a piece of shit. Though. Oh god, get Steve. Shout out to Comet though. Comet held it down. Comet was the ultimate G of that show. He was the G. He was the ultimate. That and we know how I feel about Joey Gladstone. <laughs> Dave Coulier. <laughs> We're not going to get into that. Y'all want to see again. a rant about that? Go down. I got some shit to say to the podcast. <laughs> check that out. What episode that. was that? That you, that was early. Oh, man. That was me, Squinson. Lee. Do what? Yeah, it, yeah, it was the Joey Glasson episode, but it yeah. was it was early on. Yeah, that's what I was saying. That's, yeah, that's early on. But, but that's yeah. another TBS show right there. Another TV, one that came on yep, TBS was Full for House. For sure. Full House. Um, and Full, I mean, Full House was definitely because I'm a middle child. So I, my, my sister was always, she kind of. When she was watching us, we had to kind of watch what she was watching. Oh, yeah. You, you had no choice. Yeah. So she would watch uh, Full House. And, of course, we watched it with her because we were young. But then it went to Saved by the Bell. Yeah. We'd get home and watch Saved by the Bell every day. Uh, nothing beats old TGIF back in the day. Oh, dude. Such a lineup. You had Full House. You had Family Matters. Yeah. Uh, step by Step. Step by Step, dude. You had, um, what was the... Well, obviously, Boy Meets World, but that was later. Yeah. What was uh, the other one? You had the that short-lived The Dinosaurs was in, in there mixed oh, in for the a Mama. couple seasons. Yeah, yeah. Well, I the think Mama. there was only maybe two or three seasons in TGF. Shout out to Family Matters. Was you a fan of that? I loved Family yeah. Matters, dude. Steve Urkel. Yeah, dude. Original Bill Johnson's making a comeback. He's yeah. back to being in commercials now. Yeah, he's TV dad now. He's TV dad, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah, going back to the Fred Savage stuff, like, those movies were dope, and then you had like a lot of those creature like like little monsters when that stuff started popping off. Yeah, you started kind of seeing a lot of that stuff in like the late eighties, early nineties, where it was still considered children's movies, but then there was kind of yeah that vibe to it. But it didn't hold up as much as like some of the other ones we talked about. Yeah, which what else you got on your little list? Let's see, yeah, mine has a lot of action movies in it from back in the day, and uh, what one that sticks out to me too is uh, Days of Thunder from yeah. nineteen ninety with Tom Cruise on it. My dad yeah. was a huge NASCAR fan. You cult, Shout thank out you, for yes, sure. sir, and Rowdy Burns. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, raise hell, praise Dale. We were huge NASCAR fans back in the day. R.I.P. Dale Earnhardt. But yeah, dude. when Days of Thunder came out, at my dad had all the little diecast cars of it. Um, Tom Cruise, and then you had Nicole Kidman, which Tony. Here we go, guys. <sighs> okay, is it my rant turn yeah, now? Yeah. How do you feel about Nicole Kidman, Tony? Nicole, I, Nicole Kidman may be a great person, but what? <laughs> Grind. That's a good start. This is great. Uh, yeah. Nicole Kidman, though, if you go to an AMC theater, you mm -hmm. know exactly what I'm talking about. And mm -hmm. her little monologue that she puts on before you watch a movie gets you so pissed off yeah. that you're just boiling red before you even see the movie. She's talking to nobody. She's like, nobody. Oh, you can feel them. You can't feel shit. You're sitting there by yourself. Who are you talking to? Dude, she's, you ain't talking to nobody dude. with her glittery <laughs> pantsuit on. Shut the fuck up. 
So, bam. We technical difficulties, guys. Tony went on such a rant that the computer fried. Yeah, my bad. So, Squints had to come out here and do his due diligence and magic and fix it. One person I don't apologize is fucking Nicole Kidman. Yeah. In your fucking glittery pantsuit. Fuck yeah. you. Go, man. Coming in hot. Coming in hot. Okay, I'm and done. And you said, uh, look, before we realized that you fried the computer, did you say that she lives here now yeah yeah she's another transplant here in town so um, her and it was ain't she married you, to like keith urban now maybe i think so if you saw her would you voice any of those grievances that you voiced previously on yeah i'd part? say hey where's your fancy women's college basketball pantsuit that you're wearing <laughs> at today and all glittery and everything are you gonna go try to beat tennessee in the national championship today all right no. pat summit for get sure. out of here um and i can vouch the, the feelings that tony has i can totally vouch for because when me and tony and the viz went to see creed three yep i got because i'm always a regal dude because i have the regal unlimited pass because yep. the regal close to me so I'm not used to the AMC buffoonery that's yeah. been going on with Nicole Kidman. And I love I love AMC theaters. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I love AMC it's theaters. It's just who you, who you got. It's Nicole Kidman. That's just yeah. that grinds my gears. So yeah. So. But back to Days of Thunder. Yeah, go ahead. Great movie. Mm-hmm. Love the movie. Yeah. Praise Dale. Raise hell, all that good stuff. You got mm-hmm. Robert Duvall drinking on his moonshine. The whole movie. Oh yeah. Um, you got uh, Michael Rooker. Uh, early Michael Rooker, yeah, before and, Walking Dead, when it was when Walking Dead was good, yeah, and and another little fact that we're gonna throw in there, an early John C. Riley in that movie as well, yeah. as part of the pit crew. Yeah, shout out to John C. Riley, man. We're gonna dive more into like the movies he's been in when we yep. get to comedies, Talladega Nights, Step Brothers, oh, man. Walk Hard, all the you know, shout out to Dewey Cox, Walk Hard. Um, I love John C. Riley; he's a great guy. Yeah. I don't but, know him personally. I'm sure he's a great guy, but uh, he may be. Movies. He may be a piece of shit, but hopefully not. You know, I hope saying? not. Hopefully, hopefully, he's not a piece of shit. I hope not. That'd suck if he was. Though. So, give me what? What else you got going on? You got Days of Thunder. What else Days you got of Thunder. Around? Another uh, one that you could put in that TBS TNT category that I always watched. I will. Um, was blood is blood sport i was mm-hmm. like i said earlier i'm a huge jean-claude van damme fan huge yeah. jean-claude van. blood sport is is up there but my number one from him is lionheart um but blood sport came on more on the tbs days and that's probably what i watched the most of shout out uh crooked eye forest whitaker in that one <laughs> shout out <to laughs> unemployed eye forest whitaker and shout out to the fart muffler that's driving through right now yeah but Go fuck uh, yourself San Diego. the movie so great um yeah. you got bolo young playing chong lee chong lee like snapping dude shins in half and that shout one. to the champ um you got Jean Claude just breaking bricks. You got I forget what the other the big dude, the American dude. He's like breaking bricks with his forehead. Hell yeah! But, I uh, do that every Wednesday and one. Thursday night. But Lionheart, Lionheart was another one that came on TBS that I was a huge fan of back in the day. Um, yeah. He's like a pit fighter mm-hmm. and all that stuff. And that it just it, that, it used to be a hard one to find, but it hardly ever came on. But yeah, Lionheart masterpieces in in a young tony wilson's mind hell yeah really nice clark <laughs> now i was i was never really into like a lot of the action movies back then I, I appreciate them a lot more now but i was more into like the the comedies and the sports movies you know in the sports movies you you, you got blue chips oh which man I, we need to do this at some point there is 
so many dope ass movies that came out in the year 1994 that I didn't even really realize until we started doing the research for this episode. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing. The early yeah. 90s, and once again, uh, all the baseball movies we got into those last week and everything. Yeah, but though, lot, you can you can throw these can into there. But all those 93, 94, right there in that same time, same line. time frame, bro. Like little uh, little big league, uh, but like going back to the, like the um, the sports movies, like Blue Chips. Absolutely love that movie because that was in the height of like basketball. I played basketball, baseball, and football at this time. I was still playing all three sports, but basketball is what I love, man. I, I spent hours outside shooting ball, yeah. and then I was collecting basketball cards. And I was that was around the time where Penny was a rookie. Yep, Shaq had only been in the league like two years at that point. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Neon Badeau and Blue Chips. Nick Nick Nolte was great. You had appearance by the goat Larry Bird in there. But I thought that one was dope, and then another one that I watched growing up was uh, the program. Yeah, right there. It came the out a couple years. I think it was it's pretty 92. much the same movie, just with different just sports. With different sports, yeah. But the Little Giants was another one. Oh man, um, Ed O'Neill. Shout out to Al Bundy. Oh, it man. was just cool seeing Ed O'Neill in like that kind of a role. Where he, and then Rick Moranis. Oh, That's when Rick Moranis was. You're hot to chop, but you still got a squat. Yeah, <laughs> Ice Box. Like that was a fire. beast, man. Shout out to the annexation of Puerto Rico. Too. Oh god, that, they had that play in the tuck, boy. <laughs> well, what about Madden coming there on the Madden bus with with a he, Bruce Smith? Yeah, R.I.P. John Madden. Bruce Smith. Bruce dude. Smith's in that man. Let me see your mean face. <laughs> he t- throws the Alka Seltzers in his mouth, and the <laughs> little kid. Shout out, Bruce. <laughs> the little kid with the stick him on his hands. Where you remember when he gets oh, his hands man. stuck to his chest? Yeah, dude. I dude, need to go back Giants and watch. So such a great movie. Yeah, it was great, dude. God, like you said, nine, the, just the early '90s were just a a plethora of great, dude, great word, memories. Tony. I can't spell it, but it sounds. I good can't spell when you it. Say it. Don't ask me to spell. We need. It. I don't even know if it's a real it. word. It's definitely a real word. You used it right. I just don't know how we. If you said Chad, spell it, or I'm going to shoot you in the back of the head. Go ahead and write my funeral song. Because I don't know how to say I it. I really miss my home. Would that be 90, that We'll work with that. <laughs> 94, guys. Look, let me just break something down for you. Jim Carrey in 1994. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, another good another Dumb and Dumber. example. Yes. Dumb and Dumber was 94. Ace Ventura 1 was 94. And The Mask was all released in 94. That is now, insane. granted, The Mask is just kind of, it's cool, but like I don't really like The Mask like I liked all the other ones. But that's what, got the, that's what put Jim Carrey on for the sure. map. For sure. For sure, I mean he was great in the Living Color. No, yeah, that's where I found out about him. You know, yeah. with 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 Fire Marshal Bill and yeah. um, the Bodybuilder uh, Vera <laughs> yeah. Vera Demilo. I think, so. yeah, <laughs> so great. But like Dumb and Dumber, I've watched Dumb and Dumber more than I've ever watched any movie. It's yeah. If you have, if there's not, it's not even close. Like yeah, and, I still quote the movie to this day. My pets' heads are falling off. Big gulps. Well, see you later. Yeah. Ace Ventura the same the way. Hungry fella. Yeah. Hung, we still say hungry fella every time we see a dog. We yeah, say hungry any, fella. It doesn't matter what the the dog can just be walking down the street. Hungry. And say, hungry fella. <laughs> to the Paul Wilson video. Here, have you a little snack. Back and forth to each other in the group chat. Yeah. Of dogs that we see out in the wild and we're just like hungry fella. But yeah, you, greatness, man. Uh, it's it's unreal. And then what? When Nature Calls came out in what ninety five. Yeah, ninety five. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, Jim Carrey was just. He he jumped on a rocket and just took off. After no, for sure, dude, he definitely did. And then not to mention, 
in that time frame, now you're looking at about 96, probably if I had to guess, you may, you maybe can look it up quicker than me. Yeah. Billy Madison, Happy oh, wow. Gilmore, that's the Adam Sandler stuff started coming about. Yeah. In that time frame, like the 94, 95, 96 time frame, it feels like it's around that time. Yeah, and that, those, uh, as, a, as a kid, those were enjoyable. But going back and watching some of the early Adam Sandler stuff, it, those don't hold up to me as, especially like Billy, uh, Billy Madison is probably, no, not Billy, Happy Gilmore probably, would be my favorite out of the that holds up the best to me out of the early Adam Sandler stuff nowadays. Billy Madison, it doesn't hold up as much. No. I still think Happy Gilmore is my favorite. Ha- yes, happy, yeah, yeah, Happy Gilmore. That was yeah, ninety six. Yeah, um, Happy Gilmore. Billy Madison was ninety five. But those two were definitely movies that I grew up on, though. Like just to throw those in there. But Jim Carrey in the nineties, and fun fact, I know we you've mentioned it before. Um, you went like for going back to Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, you went. You've been to that where they where they filmed that uh, where they filmed Dumb and Dumber when they go to Aspen was filmed at the Stanley Hotel, which is a little fact is the hotel where Stephen King wrote The Shining. Yeah, now, they uh, they didn't fi- uh, the Shining movie, the Stanley Kubrick movie. I think that was filmed at a. Um, the hotel up in Oregon. It's up in the northwest somewhere. But the you remember the TV miniseries that came out about The Shining? Yeah, I remember. I never saw it, but I remember. Yeah, it. that yeah, was yeah. filmed at at the Stanley Hotel. Uh, they have the uh, I forget what they said. Uh, how many years in advance you got to book the room that Stan, uh, Stephen King mm-hmm. stayed in and everything? But yeah, it's the Stanley. The bar is still there. It looks different, but they still have the, the uh, we landed on the moon, uh, the man on the moon mm-hmm. newspaper clipping that's still on the wall there in the hotel. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, dumb and dumb and dumber is probably it's got to be in your t- it's in the top three of comedies of all time. Oh, it's my, yeah, it, I mean, it's for my our favorite. generation. Yeah, it's my favorite. Um, Another one that I think is funny that came around that same time frame was, and it's not Adam Sandler or, Billy, or, or uh, Jim Carrey, but like Three Ninjas. Oh, yeah. Three yeah. Ninjas was hilarious. Still to this day holds up to me. And granted, it's like the humor is kind of corny at some parts, but it's for, it's made for kids. But like, hashtag Rocky Loves Emily. <laughs> you had Tum Tum in there. Like the, the, the three like goons in, yeah, are oh, the greatest it, part about the movie. Oh, yeah. And they're, they're totally... They're so to be bad. Ser- oh, there's, uh, you would never hire them. No, of course to not. To take care of business for you. No, not if you're trying. To, if you're trying to TCB, you wouldn't. You wouldn't definitely no, no. hire them. Now, all the sequels. I remember the second one being okay, but then those other ones. Then the one at the end that had Hulk Hogan and Jim Varney in it, High Noon and Mega oh, Mountain. Oh. Never saw that one. Well, speaking of Hulk Hogan, I know yeah. you were a wrestling fan growing up and all yeah. that stuff too. Uh, Growing up as a kid, who was your who was your number one wrestler? I was Hogan. I mean, Hogan. to the point where, bro, like I remember writing a letter to Hulk Hogan. My sister helped me like figure out how to do it. <laughs> I wrote a letter to Hulk Hogan whenever the earthquake, whenever earthquake sat on him on the Brother Love Show. Oh yeah, and it like the end of the world. Yeah, everybody's like, oh my god, he's Hulk dead. Hogan's yeah, he's dead. Write him so he can, you know, write him. All the Hulkamaniacs out there, write Hulk Hogan. Here's the address. You can write him, you know, wish him well, and hopefully it'll help out. And I remember months later, I got like a postcard that it was just generic, like with an yeah. autograph. It was not, it was just. Did a, you frame it? Or did no, you? No, I, I mean, but did, I kept it, it for the longest time. Yeah, yeah you know? it was just like the greatest thing because you actually oh, yeah, thought it was from Hogan. Yeah, because at that time frame. Hogan was, was a superhero to oh, us. Oh, he kids. definitely was, dude. Especially like a that real was life 1990, superhero. 91. Yeah. I was like six or seven at that time. 
uh, when did uh, No Holds Bar come out? Uh, no Holds Bar came out what eighty nine. Okay, so yeah, yeah which yeah, makes 89. sense because that's when Zeus came over just yep. to, to start doing shout like out, shout he out was Debo. a horrible wrestler. Shout out to Debo, Tiny Zeus Lister. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, R.I.P. But I know that I know for a fact that is that's true. No, there's no there's no need for an over under on that. That's <laughs> R.I.P. Debo. But I used to watch. We couldn't afford. The pay per views at the time because we just didn't, I mean, that was when pay per views was like sixty dollars. Yeah, man. no, yeah. And so I would watch the pay per views whenever my, my uh, nanny and papa would take us to rent movies at video checkout, which ended up being movie gallery. I would rent the old pay per views then, and that's how I remember seeing Zeus on this with yep. you know yeah, Macho with Man his, and all with that. His, uh, his haircut, the Z haircut. He was a terrible wrestler, bro. He was, but he's not. He wasn't a wrestler. No, you know I mean? no, he wasn't a wrestler. But yeah, that that one stuck out to me. Just being a Hogan fan, I loved watching that movie. As like uh, the other movies, uh, Suburban Commando, all those. I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of those. Uh, but seeing him actually being a wrestler in No Holds Bar was was a standout for me in that one. No, for sure, and. and Okay, so I guess we can kind of pivot to this. One of my favorite actors, R.I.P., had a lot of movies that I grew up on, John Candy. Oh, goat. Uncle Buck was is my favorite John Candy movie. I love The Great Outdoors. I think that one's great. I love Spaceballs. I think that one's great. Yep. I, I like Armed and Dangerous. I was late to the party on planes, trains, and automobiles. Like I didn't watch that till like a little later, but I, I think that one's great. It's great. One. Who's Harry Crumb's great, but like Uncle Buck and Great Outdoors mainly were the two that I grew up on with John Candy, and then of course with John Candy, you get all his little the little side roles that he. he, he I mean, he was in so much stuff and just his, in his little side roles from Vacation, which is another one I grew up on, Christmas Vacation. Obviously, too, but we're going to save that for like a Christmas episode. Yeah, same with Home Alone yeah. and Home Alone Two. I, of course, as kids, those were staples in our house of watching. As a kid, I could watch Home Alone and Home Alone Two year round. But we're going to save those, just like the baseball movies. Like we talked, we talked about those last episode. We're going to hold the Christmas movies for down the line because we'll have a full on Christmas episode because we can get in a whole plethora of those that are so great but home alone was a standout as a kid as well with john candy polka 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 uh, polka yeah whiskey polka dama hoji polka polka twist <laughs> and then then he was in um did you mention rookie of the year uh, no i didn't he was I, in, yeah. he, and, you know he was the announcer in rookie of the year and then you had movies like there was there was other movies that he was in but like I didn't really like them as much, like your summer rentals yeah. and stuff like that. Those I didn't really like a whole lot. Um, but John Candy, for sure, R.I.P. And, of course, you know, Macaulay Culkin was in Hot uh, Oh, Buck. yeah. Yeah. Um, but that one was – those were great. Another one that I grew up on was Weekend at Bernie's. Oh, yeah. Weekend at Bernie's. Of course, I didn't come, I didn't come out of 89. Yeah, I saw. I was late to the party on that. One. I didn't Terry see that. Terry Kaiser. Uh, that's when Jonathan Silverman and Andrew McCarthy were super popular at the time. Yeah. And it's such a ridiculous movie. But my nanny and papa had the VHS of it, and my papa loved Weekend at Bernie's, especially when they're in the water on the boat and Bernie's dead body keeps hitting the <laughs> the you know the the markers. Yeah, it was like the bells were going off. Yeah, he thought that was the funniest thing. Terms. Ever, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Weekend at Bernie's was great. Um, 
I got one. Uh, Young Guns and Young Guns too were, oh, sta- yeah, no, were staples for, for me yeah. with uh, with the cast. And that one you had Emilio Estevez and that one Charlie Sheen, mm-hmm. Kiefer Sutherland, Lou Diamond Phillips in that one in the in the first one, and then Christian Slater came on to be in part two. But that was another one back in the days that was uh, that was always what because like I said, action movies were were big. My dad loved action movies. I loved action movies. Mm-hmm. It was just and. Those were like the perfect, like it was a Western, but it was more action paced yeah. and everything. So, yeah, yeah, Young Guns, Young Guns 2 were, sta- were staples always being played. Yeah, for sure. And, and, and it was a comeback to TNT TBS days. Yep. They, and that, I still need to watch those, man. Have you never seen those? I've watched, I've seen Young Guns, but it's been a minute. Yeah, Young Guns 2. Uh, I like Young Guns more than Young Guns 2, but I mean, just. You look at the cast of that. It's, no, for sure. Uh, you got I, Gordon Bombay being Billy the Kid. Shout out to the Mighty Ducks. That's another, that's another set. But <laughs> that's like, another one. I, yeah, I didn't even think group, about that yeah. one. That is the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, uh, for sure. And um, another one, too, that was big for me. And it's funny because I watched the fourth one before I even saw the other ones because it was when I was a kid and I watched it on those recorded VHS tapes. was Police Academy 4. Oh, wow. Citizen, Citizens on Patrol. Shout out to Steve Gutenberg and Larvell Jones. You had... You had uh, Oh, dude! So many great. What was the chick? What was the chicks officer? What was her? What? Oh, Leslie Easterbrook's her name, but that yeah. was Callahan. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and then of course, I had the figures from the. I never even watched the cartoon, but, but I love the movie so much. You had to have I, figures. Yeah, I, got I remember. I didn't have any other figures, but I remember what they around about what they looked like and everything. Yeah, yeah. And Michael Winslow was a uh, the. Uh, yeah, Winslow was the one that did the Larvel Jones. Oh, okay. And then you had um, you had Bobcat Goldthwait was in it. Was yep, yep, super yep, yep. annoying, but. Those are just good, like cornball, like comedies. One is the best one, clearly, but like there's seven of them. The first five are still watchable. Six and seven are, are not. I didn't realize there's that many of the police. Academy there was a, movies. there was a lot of police academy movies. Another one that I was big on when I was growing up was Mannequin. I've never seen that one. Oh, That's dude. one I've never seen. Mannequin's great, dude. Uh, Andrew McCarthy. Oh, okay. And you had um, Chick from uh, Sex in the City. Uh, Sarah Jessica no, Parker. No, not her. Uh, uh, the the short-haired one? Oh, my. Kim Cattrall. Kim Sorry. Cattrall. Kim Cattrall was in it. I love that movie, dude. I mean, obviously, it's ridiculous, the movie, the plot of it, but... That's it, one I've never seen. Yeah, I know. What was the year on that one? It was, it was oh, mid-80s. Man. I yeah, would it was say like, probably mid-80s. If I had to guess, I'd say 88, but I'm going to be okay. off. Let's see. Um, but that was another one that was dope, Like, and that was just part of one of 87. I was year Okay. Um, but that was when Andrew McCarthy was super popular. You know, he was also in... Uh, he was in a lot of stuff back then, but he was in a couple, one of those John Hughes movies. I can't remember if it was Sixteen Candles or Pretty and Pink. I think it was Pretty and Pink. Yeah, I think it's Pretty and Pink. Yeah, but um, when I'll roll off of you from '87 is uh, I was never a fan of the cartoon nor the toy line as a kid, but absolutely loved the movie, and I think that's why I love the movie so much. Was Masters of the Universe? Yeah, you talked about Dolph that one Lundgren. a lot with Dolph Lundgren. Me and Jordan yeah. both. Yeah. Me and Jordan both have a, a soft spot for. Masters of the Universe. Like I said, never watched uh, He-Man as a kid or never played with any of the toys as a kid, but absolutely love the movie. It's a terrible movie. It doesn't... I mean, yeah. But I love it. It's just, it just holds that little soft spot there. It's just one that we always watched. Yeah, and another one for me that was I was obsessed with and I watched the show and I had the, the merch, the doll, Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, that's when Pee-wee Herman was... The, I mean, my cousin was a huge Pee Wee fan. He actually had a motorized, like it was like the Power Wheel version of Pee Wee's scooter. Oh, that's fire! Yeah, 
It had like the, all the mirror. It had all like the bells and whistles on it. It was like the Power Wheels version of Pee Wee Scooter. Yeah, that Pee Wee's Big Adventure was '85. Of course, I didn't see. It. I mean, it was later when I saw it, but that was that was big for me. Another one that was big for me that came out in '87 that I found out about later. Disorderlies with the fat. Oh boys. yeah, you've always talked I about that. Love you, Ever since great. I've known you, you've always Dude, talked about it's, it's so great, it's so bad, but it's it's just one of those I watched growing up. Yeah, that just you know, hold. and then like you had movies kind of like like later, like uh, uh, heavyweights. Yes, love heavyweights. Still love heavyweights. You know, hey new kid, get the slimy off my back. Oh, dude, so great. <laughs> You had Goldberg from Mighty Ducks that was in it. He was Josh. Yeah. He played Josh Burnbaugh. Then you had Ben Stiller. Yes. Like Tony Perkis. And his character is basically, his character from Dodgeball. Yes. Is Tony Perkis' character from Heavyweights. Yeah. Just looks different. Yeah. Same character, bro. So great. But that movie's hilarious. Kid, especially for a Disney movie. Like and, it was, and Yeah. And how bad did you want to like live out that ending scene with the go-kart race? Oh, yeah, man. Dude, yeah. As a kid, it's like, oh, my God. She's, oh, uh, if I could just do that one time. That, that was just greatness. Yeah, another one that I watched growing up, and it's terrible. Um, the The first one's much better, but I again I didn't have the first one on the tape. It was a, the sequel, Caddyshack Two. Oh wow! Yeah, dude. Now Caddyshack <laughs> One is much better with Rodney Dangerfield, oh, yeah. of course. Chevy Chase is in it a lot more. Caddyshack Two is bad. Well, it's like an over exaggerated exaggera- yeah. putt putt game. Oh yeah, for sure. That's <laughs> all it was. That's yeah. all it was. And then Chevy Chase was barely in it. You know. Yeah. Um, but of course, Chevy Chase was another one that I grew up, you know, with the vacation and movies have, and Flex Dan Aykroyd, the yep. groundskeeper in that one. Well, no, Dan, yeah, uh, yeah, because Bill, uh, Bill Murray's the groundskeeper in the first one, right? Yeah, and then Dan, okay, Dan Aykroyd, okay, uh, shot that's when Dan. he gets shot in the butt with the arrow, ain't it? Yep, no. I got the poison, <laughs> I got the poison. And then, was you, was you a big Ernest fan? Yeah, I, I liked Ernest, yeah, yeah. I, uh. Ernest goes. The two that stick out to me the most was Ernest goes to camp and Ernest scared stupid. Yeah, see, well, I, those two I love, and then Ernest goes to jail and, and slam, uh, not slam dunk Ernest. Ernest saves Christmas. <laughs> yes, uh, oh yeah, Ernest saves Christmas. After those, the rest of them can go. Fuck Another off. wrestler that's in uh, movie is the Giant is in Ernest saves Christmas. We you know when they're all in the. Uh, 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 when they're all in the uh, all the Santa Clauses, yeah, and everything, the you know the big Santa Claus in that one, yeah. that's that's Paul the, White. That's Paul White. How old he was young? That was like, it was like a, yeah, it was like early because uh, I think Ernest Saves Christmas was like what ninety two or something. I look, but that's that's crazy. I didn't know. But that. I'm pretty sure that's Paul White. I may be totally wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that's Paul White in that movie. Fun fact: dude. he's not he's, he's not Captain Insano from the Waterboy, but. Ernest Saves Christmas was in 88. Okay, that may, it may not be Paul White then. I may have just totally pulled that out of my ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. It is some wrestler that's in that movie. Yeah. It's a big-name wrestler that's in that movie, so I may have just totally... totally well, I, when the premiere comes on, we'll, it'll be in the in the live premiere who the wrestler is that we're talking about. Hell, yeah. Okay, another... I'm almost... We're almost at the end. Are you, you good over there? You yeah, I got uh, like maybe one or two more, but you okay, go cool. ahead. Well, so we've got another one that we can talk about that... I can't remember if you're a big fan of this, but I love this movie. I still do. One of my favorites. Uh, I think it came out. It came out '87. Monster Squad. Oh yes, yes. Monster Squad. Fat kid farted. Monster <laughs> Squad is Wolfman's got nards. It's Wolfman's got nards, dude. It's not like Goonies is here. Yeah. Monster Squad's. Not, I mean, it's it's here though. Like I still I love Monster Squad. I just watched it like. Less than a year. It ago. holds up. It, it still it, holds up, dude. Yeah. It's so good, man. But it's like the you could just well. 
at that time, it's just the horror version of of Goonies. It's right there with Goonies. No, for sure. It's, it's just it's, more it's, horror yeah, with the Universal monsters yeah. and shit. But, like, that one's dope. Um, I was a big fan of, uh, of course, obviously, Mike Myers at, like, Wayne's World. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that was uh, Wayne's World 1 was 92. Um, Austin Powers movie. I, I had more fun with the Austin Powers. No, me movie. too. Well, and then, of course, at that point, like because they came out right when he was in middle school. Yeah, middle school, school stuff. So, so yeah, I that, guess it's still that's still that counts, raunchy. Like, that's what our raunchy humor for being middle school kids. We're like, Ew. yeah, Mike. Yeah, Mike Myers, like in the mid nineties, mid to late nineties, was was really popping. Well, what else you got? On? Uh, one that sticks out to me that I watched that probably not a lot of people will either know or have seen is when I was a kid, uh, my grandparents lived down in Florida, and that's right at the beginning of when the Sci-Fi Network came out, and they had that, and a movie would always come on the Sci-Fi Network called The Giver. Yeah. Fell in love with it. It's a yeah, sci-fi about action lot, movie. Yeah. It's got some martial arts to it. It's about a, a kid that gets this, this super suit and he fights monsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker's in that movie. Mm-hmm. You got Jimmy J.J. Walker playing one of the monsters. Post or uh, like before or after the... Probably right in the middle of him going head. going head first into the cocaine Okay. The, co- <laughs> the cocaine uh, You got Michael Berryman playing, playing a monster in yeah. that one. We're going to post a picture of Michael Berryman. He's not a pretty human being, but shout out to him. He's a big baseball being. fan. But shout out to him being a baseball fan, and he's a great he's a great actor. Yeah, he's a nice Very guy, unfortunate dude. looking person, but... I mean, and then I got one more that I want to throw out there too. We watched it uh, more as teenagers and stuff. Is dazed and confused. Me and Ryan. Oh man, uh, we we watched that movie t- all the time growing yeah. up. Is dazed and confused. Just the cast down. You got McConaughey, Ben Affleck, uh, Jason London. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got uh, Cole Hauser. That's yeah, Rip. Rip from Yellowstone. Yep, shout to Rip. Uh, just so the soundtrack so good to that movie. Dude. It just. It's so that, my favorite Link, uh, Richard Linklater movie. Yeah, and like my mom and dad graduated the year that they're trying that they're saying that that took place. Yeah, know? and my, they talk they love that movie. And they've told me before about how it's how eerie it is that they got so close to. They just he, he hit the nail right hitting, on the head. Yeah, to like capturing that. And love with that, that movie, movie being too. based in the seventies, even growing up, you all had friends that related with each one of the characters. No, for in that sure, movie. for sure. Um, I've just got a couple left. Uh, one of the uh, so, the one of the first experiences I remember seeing titties in a movie <laughs> was when me and my buddy, my buddy Worsham, shout out to my buddy Worsham, his dad let us watch Revenge of the Nerds one. Oh wow! And you talk about just being just because it came out in eighty four, but this oh was shit like factor ten years later, it's probably ninety three, ninety four, probably ten. Because yeah. I'm a couple years older than Worsham, but seeing some titties, and he was like, "Yeah, that's fine, just." Don't tell your parent or what he was a his parent. Yeah, he's like Chad. Don't tell your parents, and of course I didn't. But I watch. We watch every time I went over. That, that's all I watch because there's that whole like ten minute scene where they're just spy camming. Yeah, which is so canceled. Just like Porky's. I mean, yeah, dude. Yeah, th- like that humor back then. It was just sexual oh, yeah, assault. Yeah, you cool. cannot do. Yeah, Porky's. Porky's was a prime example of that. So bad. <laughs> but Revenge of the Nerds was great. But. I, the last one I want to talk about, and then you got you still got one. Uh, well, uh, uh, Terminator Two. I mean, that's going to be on everybody. Oh, just hell yeah, in the Terminator Two was just you're just 
as an action fan as a kid, it's just because it came out in '92. Yeah, that's right in our wheelhouse. And my parents really didn't care if I watched rated R movies. Mm-hmm. They just said, "Just don't embarrass us when you're out in public. Right. You can watch whatever you want. Just yeah. don't be a jerk. Yeah, or talk like they do in the movies. Just or don't you, say uh, Nicole Kidman. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can watch whatever you want. But yeah, watching Terminator Two as a kid was just like. Yeah, mind blowing. That's uh, that's a classic. It's one of the best action movies ever made. Period. The last one I want to talk about before we end the podcast is Brain Scan. Oh, Brain Scan is the last one I want to talk about before we get out of here, just because I love the movie so much. Again, ninety four. They came out ninety four. Edward Furlong, who everybody probably knows Edward Furlong, maybe not from Brain Scan. Terminator Two. Which is crazy that you brought that up. That's a perfect leeway. uh, Not higher. American History X. Yep. Which were great movies. Um, Brain Scan. I just watched it like three days ago again. For you know, that's another one of those movies that ever since I've known you, you've always talked about Brain Scan. And we when Screen Factory put it out on Blu-ray was the first time that I watched it and loved it. Everything about it's dope, bro. Because like, not only for one, it's just a dope horror movie. The soundtrack to that movie is creepy as shit. It almost and and fun fact that three six Mavi DJ Paul and Juicy J have sampled several. Of the songs of the from, of the songs from that soundtrack in their beats, and Edward Furlong's great in it, and Trickster, Trickster, uh, uh, T. Ryder Smith is the Trickster, and it's just so dope. Like it's because it's back in the nineties, so it's like an interactive CD ROM. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Game, you know what I mean? It's dated, but like it still hits, and it's one of my favorite horror movies. But I felt like that was the best way for me to wrap up like the stuff that I grew up on. Uh, that's a perfect way to end up because I end this episode on because, like I said, it's. I've covered everything that I've. We could, of course, we could keep going. Yeah, you got. But at some point, you got to be like, well, because we talked, we we covered a lot of ground on this. Oh episode, yeah, and I thought it turned turned. And out good. further down the road, we could have a part two installment yeah, come back, of, come back of movies that we've watched. Uh, but yeah, it's man, it, what a time to be alive in the eighties and ni- early nineties, dude. Bro, I mean, like you said, I think I, I agree with you. I think we're gonna have to come back to nineteen ninety four as bro, just a you, year. When we get movies. off, when we get off. Cameron, we're sitting there chilling before we leave. Just look up '94 movie and just look at all the dope movies. I'm just I, I named off just comedy movies. Yeah, but like there's there's a ton of them. We yeah. can definitely do. But y'all be sure to hit the comment section up. Let us know what you thought of the episode. What was the movies y'all grew up on? What y'all grew up watching? The next episode. You want to talk about the next episode? Yeah, that is, since you we ended it with a, a horror movie. Yeah. The next episode, we're finally going to delve into... We're both huge horror fans. Right. The horror is probably our favorite genre other than comedies, probably. Yeah, and it's the most popular thing popular on this thing channel. everything. Because that's what most of the channel So the next on. episode, we're going to dive into a certain year of horror. Mm-hmm. And we're going to delve into 1981 horror movies. Yeah, dude, it's, it's wild. Which I've talked about six or seven years ago. I made a video about 81 horror movies. And... It's just, it's the best it's year insane. in horror movies to me. Yeah. But like, that's what we're going to talk about for the next episode. So y'all be sure to hit the comment section up. Let us know what y'all thought. Yeah. Give and, us some, let us know uh, some other ideas for episodes that y'all, we've mm-hmm. had some people put in the comments, some stuff that they'd like to hear. Um, so yeah, let us know. Yeah, Follow yeah, us man. on social media, all that good stuff. For sure, man. Y'all tap in. Because we are this motherfucker. Chatty Bobby 1130, Friday the 14th. It's going 615. Executive produced by Squints 615. Star.